Let me just get one more out. I hate you. <laughs> Wait, was that for me or for it? It was for was all that? of the above. It was for you and the Big Brother voice. I don't like the way that it starts off the vibe, just buried 1984. We've already talked about that, but it's still watching us. So it's been a little while since we've uh, addressed our, our adoring fans. Um, first, because we gave the most like disastrous attempt at a, a second live show. Where love show. Love show, I'm sorry. And we heard just everyone's voices from every mic. And we tried despite, to put James as far away as physically possible. We tried to get him to go outside. He wouldn't. We tried to get work. him to just leave the yeah. entire premises. He wouldn't. And just like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, actually, do you mind not doing this episode? And I'm like, I can sit outside. Like, I can move the mic a little further. Like, no, I, I, <laughs> I was like, just, you know, me and Ethan always did have a couple topics that we wanted to tackle kind of solo, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I'm like, I can just move my mic outside a little bit if you want. We were like, no, no, no. We just need to get you out What about here. a lot of bit? Yeah. Um, so that didn't go well. And then oh boy, we just kind of quit that night. Um, and then Jarrett, then like last week. So we meant to re get back to you. And oh, sorry. What I was going to say really quickly before we get to last week was despite what the show the final finished product is like you'd be really surprised to know that we are not professional sound engineers so i don't know how to edit out any of the sound from other people's mics so that <laughs> that was where the decision was drawn because i'm a i i work really hard on these but i'm not working that hard i refuse and that's not because i don't want to give a good product to you people it's because i am lazy okay so last week jared we were all ready to go no we how bad was it but i, I i'd like i want to i want to like give him like a little preface and then like jared can throw us the the okay. rear end content you know um see what i did there but the hell of a setup thank you uh so you know we, we were rearing ready to go we had the i'm sure we were texting about putting the show together at some point and then Jarrett hit us with a little news. And if, if you're afraid of uh. really sad stories, <laughs> just stories of a comeback, though, you should really tune in. All right, Jarrett, take it away. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Just a quick update from your pals here at the Bite Thy Thumb podcast. For anyone who is a little squeamish towards certain bodily maladies um, and things of the sort, I recommend maybe skipping the next about six minutes of the show. I'm sure Jarrett will kindly rope this off for you with the timestamps, but just wanted to make sure I give everyone a heads up. Uh, all right, and I'll give you a countdown. Three, two, one. <sighs> well, besides starting off with saying that I hate you, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so... There's this, there's this great thing, and, and the reason why I just wanted to use this platform is just because 
I have this encounter so frequently. And so there's this thing that, that I get from time to time, these little cysts on my lower back, which ends <laughs> yeah, up being really good that you, uh, dangerously close that. to the butt. But so it's like a lower back cyst that like my dad used to get, like I get, I've, I've gotten like two or three times now. I think Kendra's even got it once. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like not really well known at all. So, I was trying to describe it and it really is quite a process, which I will describe in sparing detail, but like, I, I would try to like explain it to like my boss and it's really a, a difficult thing to kind of work around because you want to be, you want to like articulate that you're like in bad enough shape that you can't either like go into the office or whatever it was like miss right. a meeting or something. But like, also it's like, you don't want to like give, give the, the, the gory details. Basically, what it is is this like little it's a cyst, which is like this like growth on your back that's mm-hmm. full of this gross like infection, basically. Nice. And nice. all it does is it gets larger and larger, and it just the whole area around it becomes incredibly, incredibly painful. And it's at such an area in your back that it hurts to do literally everything to mm-hmm. sit to stand, to walk. Like by the last three days before it finally gave way, mm-hmm. I literally couldn't like walk standing up straight. I was walking Jesus like the hunchback Christ. in Notre Dame. It was literally so painful. Like Kendra was like waiting on me hand and foot. I like, I tried to drive somewhere like mm-hmm. four days from the peak. And like, it literally, like, I was driving, like supporting myself oh. on like the friggin' middle console and stuff. So it, it, it's just, it, it, and I know there's probably way more painful things than that, but it You're truly allowed is to complain an, about things that are painful. I feel it is like. an incredibly, incredibly uncomfortable experience. And it's one of those things where it's like, when you have a cut in the shower, you don't realize oh. how much you appreciated not having that thing until it's gone. You don't realize how much you appreciate sitting down. Another like, good example of that is the, uh, when you get a stuffy nose or like when your sinuses yeah. are clogged and you're just like, I took advantage of breathing. Yeah. Like, this well, it's like terrible. sitting down, you don't think about, but literally like, like I can't, like I couldn't sit to eat. I couldn't sit to drive. I couldn't sit I remember sit in work. high school when I was still running, like over the summer, I had gotten like really bad. I think it was tendonitis or something and like in my left knee. And, <laughs> and I used to get, uh, get out of the car, getting back from practice and my knee, because like, you know, like when you're driving, your legs don't move that much. Like your left leg, especially it was my left leg. So like I was getting out of the car. But the only, the only way to get it locked up so bad, I'd have to just, like, pick up my knee with my hands and just move it out of the car. And I was like, I will never take advantage of working knees ever again. This is terrible. That's when you're old. For real. Yeah. I didn't appreciate that. But, yeah. So, Jared, I'm glad your, your ass is better. I didn't know it was that bad. I just thought it was, like, a, just like a blemish on your butt that just hurts well, to sit. Ethan didn't let me finish. He had to take my oh, spot. Sorry. Was fucking yeah, no, I, I, I fucking noticed that. It's just been a here. long story, you know? What? <laughs> Jared's letting it all out tonight. I'm about to let you guys do the rest of the podcast by yourself. See how good it is. <laughs> I, all right. I, after, after all that, after it, gets to, after it gets to its fucking peak, I'm telling this story. I don't give a fuck. After it gets to its full peak, then then you're like, oh great! It finally it finally popped. I'm finally gonna no longer be oh, in pain. Oh. What color was it? No, oh, I don't ask that. To, Come on, no. Well, 
We'll skip it, the color. Yeah. That's... Like it's like blood colored. Okay. But like then you okay. think, oh, you so you think like, oh, pops, it's great. It's relief. No. It then oh. you have to deal with it draining for a fucking a week. Literally a week of fucking shoving tissues up your butt. It's gonna be the just, first time I have to put a Yeah, to shove over. it up your butt. Is that how it well not like actually up your butt, but like just like <laughs> like literally like <laughs> James like, why is this working? James like, this sounds pretty good. (laughs) So it's like this, like two and a half week ordeal, and the whole time I'm like talking to my boss. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna be in the office today because like my ass is leaking. Like I I don't know how else to. Literally, like I would be like, I don't know how to describe this to you without like sounding gross. And thank God he was like pretty like, okay, don't worry about it. Don't describe it. You're cool. (laughs) But it's just frustrating because. So I got into this. The reason why I wanted to spread awareness about pilonidal cysts, that's the scientific name for it, is because I got in this argument with one of the project managers because I was like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to have to miss this meeting because, like, I'm <laughs> dying. Like, this was Literally like, like right move. before it was right before the weekend when it was like, like getting right to its peak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be like, this is like an important meeting. So, like, I think I'm going to have to probably do a lot of the legwork. So mm-hmm. I should probably not be like, about to die while doing this and again i'm just like yeah i got like the cyst on my back and it's it, i try to explain it briefly and he's like oh you know like there's a lot of important people on it. it'd be really great like if you could if you i could was make like it passive basically aggressive like, basically like being like <laughs> Get so, so i so i hit him with like the super passive aggressive. i was like yeah you know sure i'll try to make it there but i have to take myself to the walk-in at one o'clock then you got to tell everybody that i'm not gonna be there and he was like oh okay i didn't realize it was like that like but that's what i mean like you say like I have a back cyst and everyone's like, okay, who gives a shit? Like grow (laughs) up. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like I literally am immobilized. Like I could barely feed myself over here. That reminds me of some of the stories. Like, is that a short enough time for you? I got a story Uh, too. Should I start mine? All right. You got one. (laughs) I feel like that story (laughs) reminds me of just like when you're in high school and like, like, like from what we've been told by like our friends that are, are women that were like when they'd be on their period or whatever and they'd be like I just can't do PE today and the guy the PE was like why and then they finally like, like fine I'll tell you and they did they'd be like oh what the hell and they'd be like oh, yeah. I, I tried not to tell you it would always <laughs> like, be like a, it would be like a 65 year old guy and they'd be like whoop oh alright say no more you, you got a what now alright now <laughs> take it easy take it easy <laughs> I don't know. It, all right. <laughs> Say no more. It, it, I love, you know, it's actually funny speaking of 65 year old gym teachers. Our oh. gym teacher from high school sent me one of those Facebook messages that's like a virus, like the one that's like, oh, look at you in this video. Right. But except it was, it was vague enough and it came mm-hmm. from a person who I like enough. I think the message is like, like, check out what I found. It was just that. And for a second, I, I literally almost. I literally almost clicked it because I was like, oh, man, I love this guy. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is literally one of those things I've gotten a thousand of that I shouldn't do. I'm going to lose all my money now. <laughs> my work has done that where they will, they like try to train us for the fishing things. Mm-hmm. And they send us, they, I don't know if they did that recently, but like a year ago, they sent us like a fishing, a fishing scam. And if you, and I accidentally clicked it because I'm an idiot. I hate those. I, I, it was the only one I ever fell for. But. I clicked it by like like an idiot, and it literally goes gotcha. Like if this was oh. real fishing, like I was like, bro, come on now, you really. BMS like, will be BMS will be tough with those because 
like sometimes like a lot of times us in like the digital plant area like like it we have to work with vendors so like we get outside emails a lot so it gets harder because they'll like if they're doing like a fake one to get everyone caught or whatever or like to see if everyone's caught up on cybersecurity, um like the, it'll be like oh this is from x you know cellgene.net or whatever and you're like you have to like look for a second look for a second then it's like all right there's no name on this <laughs> never mind like well i ignore every email i possibly can anyway so mm-hmm. i but yeah there's some reason that one caught me but yeah james has a uh, an injury story apparently i'm gonna throw a disclaimer probably before both of these stories just for our squeamish friends because i have injuries wait i have an injury story i thought you said you had something he, he said he had something to say right no. See, so cuts cuts me short to to segue to a topic James doesn't even fucking have. This guy. I don't have a topic. I never do. I don't. You I said don't. you wanted to say something. Oh, I forgot what that was in regards to something. One of the few I had like three things I wanted to say, but you guys were just you know <laughs> pulling the conversation. So I just kind of wow, there was one goes. thing. All right, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack because that's always fun. All right, so um, back, Jarrett, start telling us the butt thing again. Yeah, start yeah. say it in Spanish this time. <laughs> oh. oh but what i was gonna say was uh like the bladder thing you know you know how um mm-hmm. when you feel like you don't want to you don't want to give too much information about the situation is but you know if you don't people aren't going to really understand mm-hmm. like they're not going to take you seriously i have that with like the bladder thing too where it's just like if i'm constantly like if i'm at school and i don't tell them and i'm going to the bathroom all the time they're obviously going to question me like why are you always getting up to the bathroom but then as soon as they tell them that I have like a, a small bladder condition, they're like, whoa, you don't need to tell me that. I'm like, yes, I did. Because if I didn't, you would have had an issue. You know? Hey, slow your roll there, guy. Yeah. That, That's that HIPAA. Was... That's HIPAA, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are that the was... next two things, Jimbo? Go ahead. You got one minute, 30 seconds for each max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got, I, give, me like, give me like a minute to think what the second thing was. I can't yeah, remember. That's like half All the right. time. No, we'll sit in dead silence for a minute. Go ahead. Ethan, we'll start. Ready? <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see if I can do it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Wait. All right. So, uh. The James they- Show. The James. <laughs> James. Oh, I said his last name. The James Beep Show. The maybe, James. Maybe. Oh. I think it was something related to like the Bogman. Like the Bogman, except like the Buttman right. or some shit. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. So it's and- one. And number three. It was the third one? Did I say I think you said you had like three things, but we were blabbering on. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take everyone behind the curtain. I'm just gonna tear down this podcast. I I, we made it great and now I'm gonna tear it down. Yeah, you might as well. Because James moved because my vengeance is it's all started. This is my villain origin story. I'm just gonna be a villain for the rest of the podcast. It's because James wanted. Oh, I remember I remember the podcast now. Nope, too late. It's too late now. No, it was like it it was (laughs) Come on, it's okay. fine. It was about like when you received. It was just a little joke, like when you received the phishing email from your work, and instead of saying "gotcha," it said "you're fired." That was it. There was yeah. one. There was one from a company where they are like it was around Christmas time, and they they were like, "Oh, everyone's getting like a four thousand dollar bonus," and then they all clicked on it, and it was like, "Oh, congratulations, you identified a phishing scam." <laughs> People were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like. Yeah, I just didn't want us. I didn't want it. I didn't want this this podcast to get uh to get dirty. I feel like we could keep it. We could pretend like we're perfect, friends. That's I don't. I think they picked up on that at this point. 
if they've stuck around this long. Jared just wants to let it out. I'm just you can let it out. Well, once everyone finds out that James delayed the podcast by 30 minutes and that Ethan tried to cut off my butt story after weirdly queuing me up for it, then everyone will understand my hate. Who who the fuck? Fuck you, Ethan. Who cues someone up for a story and then is like, <laughs> all right, segue halfway through. Fuck you. It was, I was a personal story about my butt. I was trying to make it conversational. Your squeamish friends. Tell your squeamish friends to not be able to sit for two weeks. <laughs> I feel like that Go wouldn't four boxes. Well. Oh, test it. Like poke them in the back really hard and then tell them to try to sit. Stab them in the back. Yeah. Good luck sitting, buddy. Yeah. You see, by comparison, what I did wasn't so bad. That's that true. Still is. You're still worse. I guess I, I guess I am the villain of this podcast today. Mm. I also so I I just have like some notes of things that I didn't even get to mention last week. I feel like in not last week, like last episode. In the last episode that we recorded, we hyped up Taco Bell, and right after that, they released like raccoon wings that like swept <laughs> the internet of being like not even bad, but like borderline inedible. Right. And I feel like after that, Taco Bell has like disappeared. Like. The Taco Bell by me actually looked just temporarily <laughs> closed after that. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're going to save face. This is terrible. Taco Bell was like, you know what? It's gone too far and we need to just close to get the rank back on. <laughs> the internet, the internet is eviscerating us right now. We need to, we need to give them some time. Were the, were the wings, uh, did you get a try? I, I didn't even know this was a I thing until like the last day. Absolutely like bat wings. There's no way. No, I don't even understand why. The, yeah, I don't, I didn't get why people even. Anytime something trends for being bad, my instinct is not to try it. Oh, it was trendy for being bad. I thought people. people No, they were calling them raccoon wings because they looked like barely edible. Like this big. And And like all the tweets where it's like, don't go try those Taco Bell wings, y'all. And it's like somebody in a hospital bed. (laughs) And then it was somebody like, you know, one every 10 tweets was like, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I tried these and they were bomb. (laughs) And I respect that guy because that guy takes a lot of heat. But. Mm He's that's giving like other us. Hope. That's us with the fillet of fish thing. I feel like everyone thinks it's like atrocious, yeah, except us. You always have to like, uh, you always have to tread it cautiously too. You always have to be like, no, nah, no, nah, hear me out though. It's actually not that bad. Like you always have to it's go a about big, it. You gotta let thing. everyone else in the room give their opinion of it first, so you can gauge the room. Because yeah. like you don't want to be like, oh yeah, I used to eat those all the time, and the whole room's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but, like, I always hate the Taco Bell wings. You didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> They just came up like if you ask for them, they always had them in the back. Dude, the crunch wrap champagne from Taco Bell is just I was still quesadilla. Right I'm a chalupa boy. I like the chalupa. Apparently there was a new chalupa there. The crunchy the- one, right? Wasn't that a, a thing? No, it's like a bean one now. It had like it's got like something in it's more like inside the chalupa. I think it's like a different like uh like a weird type of chicken or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So there's been some uh some developments, sports developments, and other things since uh, we've recorded. Awesome. This is a great time. Start off. Um, start off, we'll just, you know, talk a little unfortunate news. The Patriots were eliminated from playoff contention. Well, no, they were in playoffs, but they were eliminated from the playoffs. Well, they're, they're out of playoff contention as well. That too, yeah. Um, so that, like, I actually didn't get a chance to watch that game. Because I was at a show that ended up was a Christmas gift and ended up being at the same time. Um, although I was rewarded with a text from my good pal Jarrett, who will chime in in a second, saying you made the right choice not to to watch the game. 
Um, just from what the highlights that I've seen, I don't know, you can kind of give your better like analysis. Um, I'm not worried. Like, there's been like hysteria. I feel like <laughs> with them getting beat that bad, but I don't see a reason to like be in hysterics over like an old secondary and a rookie quarterback not succeeding against the probably the best team in the league. Um, that was eliminated the next week. Right, but like eliminated in spectacular fashion. Like Yeah. Um and like No, yeah, it's true. It's like the 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 young quarterback thing. Obviously it was an overachieving team anyways. I don't think anyone expected it to go as far as it did. Right. The secondary in the in like, you know, some of the old defensive players that were part of the last championship run probably are either about to retire or have their time with the team come to the end. But I think right. more the, the, the major takeaway from it is that like, fuck, we have to deal with Josh Allen for the next however many years he's in our division because he's just really one of the best. He's got to be one of the top two quarterbacks in the league. Him and Mahomes have to be one and two. And I know it's kind of an overreaction, but just watching how he played both of those playoff games, just being unstoppable throwing the ball, unstoppable running the ball. Like, like he, like injured a, a defensive back running because he yep. didn't like he wasn't like sliding like a quarterback or like like folding to the ground he just put his head down and like bolt someone over yeah. and like <laughs> hurt them like that is just something that is really difficult to deal with in the playoffs and we're gonna have to deal with for the foreseeable future like basically it's like you have to beat that team who also had the number one scoring defense in the nfl Right. You have to beat that team now in, in order to not be a wild card road playoff team. And I, I didn't know Josh Allen was that good. Oh, he's unbelievable. I Probably, I, I think I got the one of the best picks in our draft. Looking back now with Josh Allen, um, and Jarrett's been trying to get me off of Allen, but uh, it's it's hard, man. He's just unbelievable. But I, I did want to mention it's going to be interesting next year with the Bills because I do know that they're in not cap hell. Because Capel's not real, but um, I think like they they do have to pay a lot of guys in the next like at least next year and the year after, and they might be losing their offensive coordinator Brian Dabble. They are. He's signing with the Giants. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Um, is it a head coaching position or is he taking another yeah. coordinator? No head coaching. Yeah. Oh, so that means Flores might be uh, going to the Saints then. Yeah, I don't know the Flores thing. He he was like a highly. It, it's so funny how like the the narrative cycle goes especially with twitter because when he first got fired it was like oh man like i can't believe he got fired after his great year like this guy's gonna get snatched up right away and then all that stuff came out about like him and tua and how like he pushed to have tua like tested for peds multiple times in the season and like had a whole like huge bad falling out with him and mm -hmm. it just was not reflected well on the kind of made more sense about why he got fired I do so, think, though, that they made the wrong choice picking the shaky QB over the coach that, like, brought back them, brought them back from 0-7 to be, like, Yeah, but the coach was doing, like, like shady things to get the QB out of there, like, like accusing him of being on steroids. That's kind of... What team was this? The, the Dolphins. I think that also plays into, though, that the, he was hired when Tua was already there, and, like... 
usually when a, you know you know like when a head coach gets hired, it's like they're bringing in their guys and they're like no, he didn't he didn't want he didn't want Tua, but also right. at the same time, like you can't like lie and do shitty things to get him out, which it right. sounds like what he did. I hope he doesn't go to New Orleans because I think anyone who goes to New Orleans is in for a head like just endless headaches with that cap space that they're dying in. Um, and I think I think Sean Payton was was like, all right, well. I squeezed the last little bit of talent out of this roster. I think I'm going to let the next guy deal with paying everyone. Uh, but it's not like Sean Payton was the GM. Like they had a GM that made all those financial right. decisions. Like I honestly don't blame him. Like why the fuck is he going to stick around and yeah. watch Alvin Kamara like slowly decline and ha- not have a QB for the next however many years? Like fuck that. I could see Kamara being on the move with if they, if they attempt to rebuild. Like yeah, I, but running backs just don't command anything in the real NFL. Like the, I, I don't even know when the last time a running back was traded for anything of value in the NFL. Ooh, that's a good like, question. It um, doesn't happen. I like. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't think Melvin Gordon was traded. I think he was signed. Like I know Sony was traded, but he was traded for like a sixth or like a fourth or something. Like nothing. Like I remember last time like a good running back was traded for like a second round pick or something like that because they just. It's such a it, weird, like how do you search this shit like it's weird we because for? I can help what is it's, it it's just like like I'm just looking for like When's biggest the last time a running back, back was traded in the NFL like right, the no, last couple Google, times Google, yeah you're I think you're right because Google's first uh like result from Wikipedia is Herschel Walker being traded in right Herschel Walker was a huge trade and that's also a totally different time where running backs were like way right. more important nowadays. It's just difficult because you look at so many teams that have successful run games. It's really predicated on how good their offensive line is at run blocking. Like you look Mm -hmm. at the Cleveland Browns, they have Nick Chubb, they have Kareem Hunt, and they have Dearness Johnson. And when Chubb and Hunt, who are both viewed as really talented running backs, when they both got hurt and Dearness Johnson had to take over, all of a sudden he looked like God when he was out there as the lead back. Like he did great. And then Mm -hmm. the next week he goes back to like third on the depth chart. So it's like, it's not saying that the guys grow on trees and obviously guys like Jonathan Taylor and Alvin Kamara make big differences. Mm-hmm. Like talented running backs do make a difference. But at the same time, it's also like, as long as you don't have like a Raven situation where your first, second, third, and fourth running backs all get hurt, then you're probably like, okay with your third guy on the depth chart being your lead back. Like in the Patriot right. heydays, like, You'd have random like Jonas Gray rushing for two hundred yards oh and four touchdowns game. or whatever, yeah. and then he's just gone. Gone. I bet you there are probably some people in Dynasty who picked up Jonas Gray off the waiver wire and traded him that next day for like even a second round pick and just made off like absolute bandits. I wonder what happened to him. I know he got cut because he like did like the next day he just didn't show up to the team plane. Well, I know there's a lot, like, it's weird, like, Tyson Williams was, like, the fourth running back for the Ravens that had a couple of good games, and it was a big fantasy asset. Yep. The other thing with running backs is they can look good as runners, but also struggle with, like, pass protection and, like, blitz pickups and stuff. And that's really important because your running back a lot of times does do pass blocking. And if they literally, there's a lot of running backs who are good runners but can't pass block to save their lives. and. Mm when they have to pass block, all of a sudden their QB's getting sacked every play because they're terrible at it, and defenses cue in on that. 
Right. And it almost sort of just makes them impossible to play. That's kind of what happened with Tyson Williams. Yeah. I was actually just uh, early, a couple of minutes ago, I was looking at Derrick Henry's contract um, because that was an interesting return. It was interesting is, uh, is an interesting word for it. Yeah. Um, first of all, whether he played, he didn't play well, but like whether he played well or not, if I'm Derrick Henry, after that like team performance, I'd be like, why the fuck did I play this game? <laughs> like, I could have just taken the whole offseason to just get better. Honestly, rehab. the team the team would have been better off if he did. Yeah. I, I think they rushed it with the hopes that they were gonna make it this year. I wanted them to. That that was my prediction that they were gonna like maybe sneak into the Super Bowl this year. Um just because of just they're stacked. Like they're unbelievable. AJ Brown's unbelievable. Derrick Henry previous before injury was some of the best running back I've ever seen. Um Tannehill's serviceable, but like mm. they just not anymore. But um Being very serviceable last game. My issue with the Titans is I'm trying to look at it. I mean this is just fucking insane. This is just it, it's so funny to me how quickly coaches go from like, oh my God, this guy's a genius. So, oh my God, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yep. Vrabel is like about to make that massive flip. Derrick Henry had 20 rushes for 62 yards. Deonta Foreman had four rushes for 66 yards. Please explain to me how you see that. I feel like maybe like in the moment he was maybe like they're just like not expecting him to be out there when like Henry's like consistently been running, but still. He got tackled behind the line of scrimmage like. Like five or six times. Like I was watching the game. I had a Derrick Henry rushing prop bet. And the whole time I was like, oh my God, this is fucking painful. And I'm telling you, I'm in dynasty situations where it's kind of hopeless because this dude is 29 going on 30, which is like ancient for running back age. And he was on this like LeBron superhuman wave where it was like, oh, it's Derrick Henry. It's different. Like, which it right. was for a while. But like, this is what happens with running backs. Like, it's it's always a surprise until like you play like fantasy for like two three years and he's you see it happen. He's twenty eight. Yeah. All right, so he's twenty eight, about to turn twenty nine. That's mm-hmm. still pretty freaking ancient for a running back. <laughs> yeah. But you see it happen with these guys where it's like like Demarco Murray. Demarco Murray was like a stud running back uh, for the Titans. Also a Titan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a stud, and then one year like he just took the field and that little bit Although- of juice. He was did have a, a good little year. bit less. He had a good year with the Eagles, I think, after that, didn't he? He played with the Eagles, I think. And had I like a So do you think Derek Derrick Henry is is on his way down in terms DeMarco of performance? Mer- Derrick Henry is one of those people where I don't I wouldn't count him out. Um what's the biggest thing? Is it just like a a mind, a head thing or his injury? He's no, not it's head age. like injury of nature. It's age. Yeah. It's just cause running backs, it's just about being fast and like like having that little extra quickness that makes you able to get around the edge or break off long runs once you hit a certain age and that little bit of boost is gone because that's what happens in your athletic career like when you're like 22 to 25 and 26 like you are in your athletic prime and then after that 
you're not like the same pure athletic yeah. specimen that you were like in college. Like it's impossible to be like you're, you age, like you grow. So what, what would you say is like the average lifespan for like the major offense positions? You know, like it's also tough. Be, like just to, it's tough because these guys get drafted their junior year typically. So what? like they've college? got, yeah. And like of all, it, it didn't seem to matter, but like Derek Henry's ran for, I think his his college career, like his, his high, high sorry career. his high high school career. Mm-hmm. It was like three hundred touches a season, and well, to answer like, your question, James, it like sorry, sorry. the the average age for the positions varies. Like for wide receivers, I would say your prime is like twenty six to twenty eight, and then when you hit twenty nine, thirty, thirty one, you start to fall off. For running backs your prime is really like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit 20, there's like for running backs, it's a very, very steep drop off. And that's why guys like Derrick Henry who are doing it at 29 or, or 28, 29 are very rare okay. because and even that's like what Dalvin guys Cook, like Kamara so special is he got into the league. It was just like, usually it takes a couple of years of development to like kind of. Well, help. no, really like a lot of running backs usually come out in like, become but I think he was offensive right player away. of the year like his rookie year no Kamara is a Kamara yeah. is a stud but even Kamara like like I traded him last year in my dynasty days because I knew that he was coming up on that age 26 thing and this year he had a little bit of a down year and now next year he's got no offense and he's 27 yeah so and same thing with Dalvin Cook like Dalvin Cook is 26 it's hard to get anything for him right now in dynasty I'm so because... glad I picked up Madison in our league that was a that was a yeah. solid pickup on my end I must say um, yeah, but then like even it, like it, some, it's hard with running backs. Some running backs will find a second life by learning to catch the ball, and like they'll just be like, "All right, I'll run like what's it called, like wheel routes and slants for the rest of my career." And you know, I'll, I'll take the like ball up the middle it. every once in a while. But um, I yeah, they just have the shortest shelf life because. Even even pass catching running backs, like you look at like Devonta Freeman, like he was a stud oh running back, God. and then all of a sudden he just Todd literally dropped off the face of the earth, and now he's he's a pass catching running back. And like he did the like Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell is a great pass catching running back. He goes to the Jets, and all of a sudden he loses that little bit of boost, and now he's like well, Lev, a Bell, Lev Bell's thing was just that patience, man. He could just sit there and watch your defensive line coming in on him he'd right. stop take a break and then move like but ugh. the patience is only good if after the patience you can yep. burst with electricity through whatever hole you find if you're going slowly through those holes you find it doesn't much matter and it's just like it's kind of like sad in a way i don't even mean to say yeah. sad but no like, it's sad yeah it's like sure, guys man. guys get like tackled by their ankles just times where they used to not like it's very very distinct and very small the difference in speed like measurably wise but that little bit of difference between when you're at your athletic peak and what comes right after that is just enough difference where like nfl defenders can now catch you and like when you're just a little bit faster they like you watch an nfl game you literally see it all the time like a guy just runs just out of someone's grasp like they're just fast enough to get away Mm -hmm. and just that little bit of change in your athletic ability just changes a lot of stuff. Ty, Ty Hill throwing up the peace sign while he's behind his defender. That was that was, <laughs> that was disgusting. Who who is the best uh, uh running back and wide receiver this year? But yeah, right now it's Jonathan Taylor, the running back. 
Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's running back. It weirdly enough, Diggs. Cooper Cup, I guess you'd no, say. Cup. No, not Diggs. Sorry. Sorry. Cup Cup would probably be your best wide receiver this year, but like Triple overall, Brown. like from a from a dynasty perspective, it's probably Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Those are the two top two names. Just because they're, they're well, not even coming up, not like they're already up. they're already st- so like Cooper Cup had the best year of any wide receiver, but he's 28. So it's like one, it's like oh. his his very prime. So like you sort of expect it to be his best year. Mm-hmm. And also he is entering that age where it's like, I would compare Cooper, not just because they're both white receivers, but I would compare Cooper Cup's body type I mean, to Adam Thielen, yeah. where Adam Thielen was good because of his play style. Like Cooper Cup is not like a blow by you kind of guy. He's a tactician. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll age well to 29, 30, but then like similar to how Adam Thielen kind of hit the wall this year, because he's 32. I think that as he gets in that age, he's going to probably see some struggles. But Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson are 21 and 22. It's and so they're funny. only that, a little bit less productive. Like football I mean, is... General questions, I'm just trying to understand. No, no, no. That, 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 that's like helpful. Because um, sometimes like, I, I'll, like, I'll get lost in just talking about players I like. Yeah. Um, but like, it's so funny that like, Thielen's like, you know, like he's done, but he still had like 730 yards this year. Behind Justin Jefferson, who's just unbelievable. Yeah, um, it's a very weird situation in Minnesota. And like, I had a, like a so Justin Jefferson is kind of like the guy. Yeah. Jefferson and Chase are the two guys that it's like, if you have one of these guys on your dynasty team, like you're very lucky. They're like the they're two of the top assets in the whole mm-hmm. league. But my thing with Justin Jefferson that makes me concerned is when when you're thinking about dynasty, you have to think about a long term. Outlook, which is why a guy like Tyree Kill or even like, you know, Stefan Diggs, like you said, Stefan Diggs' best value is being tied to Josh Allen, mm-hmm. who will be in Buffalo for the foreseeable future. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Tyree Kill's best value, he's a super talented player. And Kelsey's a talented player, but their best value is being tied to Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jefferson is on this weird offense in Minnesota where they get a lot of garbage time stats because their defense is very bad. They have an aging defense and they let up a ton of points. They have one of the worst rush defenses in the league. So they're always playing catch up. So, and that's kind of why Dalvin Cook had a little bit of a down year. Kirk Cousins is always just airing out the ball, which kind of works for Kirk Cousins because he likes when the pressure is not on him. So if he's just playing catch up, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it works for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen because they're just racking up yards because they're just catching deep passes, medium passes as they're trying to catch up and claw back. But, you know, Kirk Cousins is 32 going on 33. They're they're, mid. He's mid in real life. And that's the issue with fantasy versus real life. It's like Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts is a great fantasy quarterback. In real life, he probably has like one more year before he's like out of a job Mm -hmm. and being a perennial Mm -hmm. backup. So I look at Justin Jefferson in his situation where Kirk Cousins could be out of there because of his crazy cap hit and because... Mm -hmm. They just fired their head coach. He's getting another have, bag. That man's getting another bag for some reason. Oh, no. Absolutely. And, and, and as he should, like, Kirk Cousins can, like, bring your he team to the playoffs. It. He won't yes. win anything in the playoffs because he's a no. choke artist, but he'll bring your team, like, through. The, and, and you know what? We discount that because we're Patriots fans and we've been spoiled for so long. But mm. there are many, many teams that would be A-OK with a first-round exit in the playoffs. They would sign up for that in a heartbeat. I so, think, like, yeah. I, I think like Kirk and um okay uh oh I'm just looking up these players um sorry a guy that's it's comparable like to Kirk Cousins 
Raiders. Um, car. Car. I think they are the car they are the top tier of mid you can get. They're like, the they're, you ever heard of the Mendoza line in baseball? Exactly. Yeah, they are right on car, that Mendoza line. Car yeah. and Cousins are the Mendoza line of quarterbacks, but also at the same time, weirdly enough, I feel that honestly, oh, I see. I, I always want to compliment Derek Carr, and then I'm like, ah, fucking Derek Carr. He's fine. Like you, you put He's one fine. of those guys on the Broncos, where you have Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and mm-hmm. Noah Fant and Alfred Alfred Obwebenam and Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. Now maybe you're maybe you're kind of talking about something good because that's a huge upgrade. The the difference, and that's the thing that NFL fans or a casual NFL fan wouldn't quite understand. Like the difference between. Drew Locke and Kirk Cousins is miles oh, and yeah. miles and miles. I mean, it's it's even though Kirk Cousins is mid, right. the difference between mid and can't play quarterback in the NFL is is big. I think Kirk, when he was in Washington, was a little better than mid, but mm-hmm. I think those years were wasted being on a sub mid team. I think he was just young, so we thought there yeah. was hope for him. Like, like I, I think of it this way. Like, if Kirk Cousins was putting up the numbers he was now as, like, a 23-year-old, yeah. we'd be hopeful that he'd be good. He but, was a, a, another yeah, – just like you said, like a great fantasy quarterback. Like, in his Washington years, yeah. I, had, I had him in one of those seasons, and he was unbelievable. He, it was won, like, he won leagues that one year before yeah. his free agency. His con- and that's the other thing in Dynasty, a very nice, subtle key. If you can target players who were in contract years – Mm-hmm. It will do well for you, especially if you're like a competing team going for a championship run. Mm-hmm. You can get guys. If you get a guy who's in a contract, you can always rely on him to to overperform. I remember I, um, just just a, one more point. Yeah, I remember uh, just because we were talking about running backs a little bit. Um, I remember Trill had Trill Withers had um, Arian Foster on a show once, and mm-hmm. like because he's been on like mixtape and stuff a couple times, but. He always asks, like, what do you think it's like the hardest position to play? And Arian Foster, yeah, not biased, but like it's an interesting point where he says running back. And he gives like an explanation of you not only do you have to run the ball through some of the largest human beings in the world, like you have to you typically now have to be able to catch the ball and block like a tight end. Um, so like that's part of the reason probably why they only last about five to six years because they're taking hits like a tight end and like a lineman and like are expected to carry the ball long periods of time, carry it through piles of linemen. Um, yeah. They just like, they just break down so fast and the league, the league, like it's not forgiving. There's no, like, I feel like the NFL is probably the least forgiving league. Where the second you lose a step, you are so behind because everyone is just at the top of their game. Everyone's always coming to take a job. Every and the, 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 that's like kind of the vibe in training camp, and that's that's like literally what happens, especially for like defensive players, where it's yeah. like it happens all the time. Where in training camp, all of a sudden, like one of these twenty-seven, twenty-eight-year-old vets will just get cut, and you're like, mm-hmm. what? Like they cut this guy? Like this guy was a superstar player two years ago, and then. All of a sudden, it's like, oh no, he he really started slipping up, and, mm-hmm. and, and they notice that right away. Oh yeah, and it, like, and what's or, they know, tough, or they or they notice like the the progression, or it's gonna get there eventually. Well, it's because the guys behind you are hungry and coming mm-hmm. for your spot because the way it works, and and this is a key in the NFL, and one of the only reasons I know this is because I follow some of the 
Patriot salary. There's this one guy that does the Patriot salary cap called, I think it's like Pat's cap or something like that. Mm-hmm. Great That's follow. Good. Miguel something. Great guy. But the difference is, so there's like a practice squad in the NFL full of like undrafted players or players who are cut that are trying to get opportunities on rosters. And if guys get injured, they'll call up players from the practice squad. The difference between being on the practice squad and being on the 50 man roster and your weekly pay is like, like four grand a week to like 50 grand a week. I think the minimum for the NFL as a starter on the 50 man roster is like 600 grand. And I think for practice squad, it's like a hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like a huge, I don't know exactly what the numbers are, but it's a huge difference just to be called up to the active roster, just in your week to week pay. Like you can make like, Mm-hmm. two months pay in just one week so there is real like like these guys are out here and like they know that they're risking their lives like they know that they're risking brain injury and stuff mm-hmm. like that but they are trying to put you know food on the table for their family and they're gonna like outwork you and out hustle you and if you slip up and if you're old and you're showing signs of weakness they don't they're not they're gonna not, they don't care no no of course they're not, not. Be like like oh, okay. you're my hero yeah. Here, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my hero. No, They're like, I've that. got like five years max to make some money here, and like I'm done because because <laughs> my body's breaking down already. Like, let me let me see how much like got like actual draft picks come out of college. Uh, Malcolm Mitchell is one of the ones I always think mm-hmm. of. Just like he played for the Patriots. Yeah, like, uh, no, he I was great. About, I he had a picture of him. He had a great year, and. Like the talk was, he just he kept getting hurt, and it was his body probably was just like he was keeping himself just ready in college. Like, you know, just gotta stay healthy, just gotta stay healthy, get my chance. He got to the NFL, he got a small contract, and like his body broke down, and that's just what happens. Um, and the other thing in the NFL is that it's not guaranteed. A lot of it's not guaranteed nope. money. Like your contract has a certain amount of guaranteed money, maybe, but. If you're like a free agent off the street, you can be cut and there's no Catch, financial impact. Catcher on the twins sees Dalvin Cook at a restaurant. He's like, that man's money is no good here. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, the, the NFL is a very interesting. And it, it, it's unfortunate because there's a lot of messed up things that end up adding up to creating pretty good content, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But it is a hell of a spectacle. And I thought that Bill's Chiefs game. Unbelievable. On, on Sunday night, I was I was in pain and still you know draining and whatnot. But I'm I'm actually oh rooting God. for Joey B here. I, I love was about to Mahomes. say I'm kind of into the, the Bengals. I don't know. Is that is that Fuck like a thing that. everybody's doing? Hey, there you go. Fuck that. My here's my thing about the Mahomes thing, and and I'm surprised that you don't have this take, Ethan, as a Patriots fan. My take about so we we do this annoying thing as humans. We did it with LeBron. We're doing it with Mahomes. We did it with Brady, where we get bored of greatness. And we're like, oh, it's so boring that Mahomes is going to go to the Super Bowl again and win. And I, I want to see something fun like Joey B. Hold on. No, see, yeah, yeah, Let me go right. finish yeah, yeah, my no. fucking point. You finish no, your fucking point. Yeah. You're, he's past the one minute. The one minute. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're always so excited to throw these. Do not even throw them away, but just. We want someone to beat them. Like we want, we don't want them to stay on top. Like everyone yeah, yeah. wanted someone to knock Brady off the top. They didn't want to see the Patriots in another Super Bowl. My thing is, they're not all going to be Brady's. We're not going to get a bunch of Brady's that play till they're forty. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to play till he's forty. I, I want to. 
<laughs> I want to see Patrick Mahomes at this insane peak where he's just literally unbeatable. Even when you got a guy like fuck Josh Allen. To watch. Josh Allen, who literally just beats you. He beats you in a game and you have 13 seconds left. James, Has he always been somehow, good? James, he drove seven times against the Patriots and every drive ended in a touchdown. <laughs> Pretty much when Mahomes came into the league, he was like, he, so he sat his first year. They, they, they had another quarterback already. And then he was, on the, he was year, on the Chiefs. Yeah, his second year okay. in the Chiefs when they started him, he just came into the league and it was like, oh my God. Because the thing about quarterbacks is you can always tell because there's so many quarterbacks that are bad. There's so many quarterbacks that take the snap and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, get the ball out of my hands. Oh my God, let me throw the ball to somebody quickly. Like, yeah. they can't sit in the pocket. And then you got guys like Mahomes who are like, like dipping and ducking and (laughs) like there's no other better sound for it like that's what he does they're they're just they're just having fun out there and literally Mahomes the coolest thing and we'll move on from sports because I do have a couple other things I want to no we can't don't but no this is good sports talk we don't have a lot of football to talk about I'm actually into it now but at least this part of it they did the the (laughs) the, some some company I'm not going to give any free ads but some company does like a heart rate monitor that Patrick Mahomes is associated with a life and alert. His heart rate went down to know. the lowest point in the entire night when there was 13 seconds left. Okay, that's why athletes do, right? They can like control there. Well, no, He's most just... of them can't. Most of them can't do that. But literally, Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, people get in the zone, they say. Patrick Mahomes didn't only get in the zone. His heart rate, like, went, like, his heart rate was really high when the Bills had the ball and he was watching it from the sideline. And then when it was his turn to like, how much of a bad motherfucker you have to be to be like, oh, I got the ball again. Also, just to just to say, what a fucking horrible, horrible job by the Bills defensive coordinator (laughs) to first start off that. First of all, there's 13 seconds left for you to be playing prevent defense. Which, just so everyone knows, it's not prevent a field goal defense; it's prevent a touchdown defense. For them to be in prevent defense with 13 seconds left when they're starting from the 25. It's like, what are you doing? They're not going to go 75. Just, but he just, did. Just but he did press, go 75 yards. Don't have to press the corners. Just be five yards away from the corners. Don't let Tyreek Hill caught the ball. And he had 15 yards of free space ahead of them. All they had to do was get like 40 yards. So you, right away, you say, here's half the amount of yards you have to get. Boom. And then, and then the Kelsey thing. Is kind of more of a good play. They had yeah. lapses on the defense when that happened because the corner lined up the wrong way. You just you can't do anything against Hill having any piece of open space. No, but no, Kelsey, but you can. No, something. but you can by putting someone literally oh, in yeah. front of him. There was nobody within twenty yards of him. It's I don't know insane. what they were doing, man. Like they were playing like pussies. And and it's honestly a sin because Josh Allen did not deserve to lose that game. He no. played. So incredibly well, but he just ran into the wrong guy. He ran into the wrong guy. Like it, it's like years of like Manning, like in the old year. Like man, if Brady never existed, Peyton Manning would have like six Super Bowls, and he just ran into the wrong guy. Like every pizza. That's a hot take. Um, and like so no, so just to kind of like defend myself is I'm. I've been a Mahomes fan since we were battling him in the AFC Championship with Brady still. Um, I love Patrick Mahomes, and I like Andy Reid. I, I, I would like just, a good understory. 
underdog story. I feel like that's what the it's not even an underdog. On. They got the number one pick. They've got like uh, they got like the number th- number four pick. Uh, I'm talking about the the Bengals. Um, oh yeah, like it's it's, no, it's, not, a, it's a little underdoggy. They, they are, were but they're a not like fourteen team two years ago. Right, but I, but I'm saying like, like the years, underdog right? is like weird to say because it's like they do have like a lot of top ten picks, but no, like but so like many high. bad teams have top right. ten picks, and like that's why I'm like this is amazing. Like I, I no, it and, is amazing, and I hope that Joe Burrow like heard some of those like the Josh Allen, uh, Mahomes like oh this is the next ten years of Brady and Manning like well like, he's like that yeah I hope he heard that and he was like. Fuck this. Like, you know what? Oh, like, very I'm, much like I'm going to go out there and just fucking sling it. Because I, I like Burrow a lot. Burrow is so Bur- cool. Burrow is a stud, and I like his attitude. And and, and you're not I, – I think it's completely fair. They're absolutely the underdogs. First of all, they're from fucking Cincinnati, which, which even <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow is like, we don't have anything to do in Cincinnati. That's why we just play football. And it's great. Like, they love him, and he's from there, and that's he's great. He's from there, yeah. But they're oh. absolutely the underdogs. Like. Despite the fact that they had, you know, T. Higgins, I think, was like a late first round wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase obviously was was one of the T. best Higgins wide receiver was prospects. Was a couple picks after Nikhil Harry. Please don't. I saw Ethan. You make me so angry. It makes I saw, me so mad. I saw a tweet. Time. I don't know about this is, but... when Debo. So Debo Samuel is the stud wide receiver mm-hmm. slash running back for the 49ers, who's just one of the most fun See, players draft in the NFL. Day coach. He he went to the Patriots facility. And he visited, and he was so I'm like certain. Tearing up. He was so certain that he was going to be a Patriot. I was so certain. I was like, man, there is not a better player that fits the Patriots in the past like ten years than Debo Samuel. Bill Belichick will love this guy. And he goes <laughs> to the Patriots facility, and he's like, "See you on draft day, coach." And we don't. <laughs> instead of drafting him, or I or AJ Brown, who's like actually or, a Patriots or, fan, or DK like, Metcalf, or T yeah. Higgins, instead of any of those guys. Who would have changed our franchise? And no offense to Nikhil Harry. We drafted Nikhil Harry. The nicest from a kid. People were not, people were surprised when we took him. He was not supposed to be taken in that part. And I, from what I understand from my Patriot source, just kidding. Yeah, of but course. From what I understand. You and Bill, like, Bill, Bill B have a, a dinner every once in a while. That Nikhil Harry pick was like one of the last straws for Kraft, where Kraft was like, listen, you need to listen to the scouting department. Right. And like, I think this past draft was one of the first ones that was really run more by the scouting department. And we got Barmore, Ramondre, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't think the bill wouldn't have taken Mac Jones, but I, I mean, they were still like, I think the scouting or the scouts might've pushed him away from trading up for fields. Not that fields is bad. But I think that they were just like, no, we can like have a serviceable per- like quarterback. I think it's the right decision. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, and at the time, I wanted Fields. Like I want, right. like I was Everyone disappointed that we fields. didn't trade up. Yeah. But like, I think that Fields is. It's it's hard to say how I feel about Fields because I feel like that he does have a high ceiling, but I don't think that Fields is going to ever be like a top five, top ten guy. I'd love to and see him be, but I yeah, I mean. I yeah. think he got he got fucked by being drafted by Chicago. Like honestly, I, I got to be honest. I think even if he got drafted, unless he got drafted by like a great situation like the Forty ers I think if he got drafted by like the Jaguars, I think he would have been bad too. Like I think, I think any bad team, he, he it might not have worked out perfectly. I think um, the NFL, but, like not like adopt 
the lottery, but like there needs to be the lottery. Like it's a little better for the NBA. Like at least there's still a chance that you can be like a half decent team and still get like a top five. You know, like not half decent, but like you're in the lottery, even if you're not, you, you don't get the first pick because you're the worst team in the league. Yeah. You don't get the second pick because you're the second worst team in the league. It's a higher percentage, but I like but that there's a chance for the other teams to do it. The tanking you know? thing is much less of an issue in the NFL, though, just because— Oh, tanking I don't give a shit about. I, I just mean perennial, hor- like, horrendous teams. Well, there's for- not a lot of those. The Browns like, wasted, like, 20 years of quarterbacks. Yeah, but the Browns, like— they were perennially not a playoff team, but they weren't like perennially the number one pick. Like that doesn't happen. Like it happens in the NBA where one team is the number one pick for three straight years. Like it's pretty surprising that Jacksonville was back to back number one overall picks because they had such a bad, bad team right. and they had urban Meyer and all that disaster. But usually now, in the NFL, I feel like it's easier. What are you going to say? Has there ever been uh, a situation where people that do just really insane at fantasy, end up getting jobs like drafting professionally for the NFL or any sports league? Like, do regular people draft or is it people that usually play the sport or something like that that work? No, it's not people that play the sport. They're definitely, like, I think it's more from, like, educated, like, like the analytics communities, like, data-driven kind of, like, finance business communities. Do you think guys who go to, like, Yale, Harvard for that stuff? I can't believe Josh Allen went six picks after Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Do you think? Uh, do you think if you're ever in a position where you had to draft professionally for a league for the NFL, do you think you could, or do you think uh, at least at some level? I think. I think in a lot of ways. Big opinion about it. In a lot of ways, it's very. In a lot of ways, it's very random. Like it's, I would say yes because I have as good a chance as anyone at, at guessing correctly, but yeah, I think it's a lot of scouts do similar like scouts have more access to more stuff but scouts do the same thing that dynasty managers do in a lot of ways where they just look at these highlight tapes they look at full games they watch these players and they note how they do against i mean there's there's only so many ways you can evaluate an nfl player and the reality is there's just no way to tell really how they'll translate because we've been scouting quarterbacks for the past 50 years and 50% of the quarterbacks that get drafted in the first round end up just being out of the league in two years. So we still aren't good at it. There's still no way to know. I feel like... I think you could do it. They, they say, like, uh, weather, like, weather people <laughs> are the ones where you can just, like, be wrong all the time and still have a job. I feel like <laughs> NFL scouts are up there, too. <laughs> like, it's like... Yeah. I mean, the NFL draft has, what, seven rounds? And most of them suck. Like it's just it's just how it turns out. Yeah, like, one and two like, are the key ones. Yeah. What would you say and, the conversion and rate sometimes is? like the first round picks, they end up being like there's usually Terrible. only like ten of them that end up being good. And like yeah. a lot of them they'll, oh, they'll be fine. Fine. So well, like, so, so you're like, saying I could be a professional NFL drafter or no scout. Like you have yeah, to like love it. Like you have to be able to like watch I love yeah, I love football. That's fine, but I'm, I'm saying you have to like watch, just tape on. You have to really be able to hate it. That's you gotta hate it. You gotta you gotta really gonna hate it too, like because you have to be yeah. like you have to like watch this person be really exciting to play and then be like, nah, <laughs> he doesn't have it. 
he won't, he's not going to make it. And then like, you know, two weeks later when the draft happens, he gets picked in the first round. And then six months later, the kid's like averaging, you know, six yards a carry <laughs> or seven yards a carry. And you're like, fuck, like I, I did it again. I messed <laughs> up again. Yeah. The numbers all made sense before, but now they're right. It was like, oh, and he was in college and he was playing Alabama. For some reason, he couldn't get past the line. But now that he's in the NFL, he's just moving. Like, I don't know what's going on. So we um, could play football, technically, is oh, what you're saying. Okay. I am. Like, oh, like we could go outside and do it. Yeah. And then we can generate, I don't know, our own revenue uh, and make uh, a team. Imagine that's all you said. And then somehow we just get funding to be. I, oh, having owning a team would be so hut, much hut. fun. So much fun. I, don't I just want to. I just want to go to a, a a suite for a game at some point. That's all I want. We should do that. I don't it's know when. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine, right? What it would be fun like? to like like fly somewhere and get like a cheap suite. Oh, like, it's, like, uh, it's like he just keeps adding more expensive. Things. A oh, no, no. Place. He's got a good point. So what we should do is is like fly to the suite. Is get a suite at like a Texans game. Oh, I was gonna say Dolphins. Oh, I'm not such a Miami guy. Yeah, Florida's overhyped. Texas I is hot. Like I'd too. rather go to Miami than like Texas. Texas yeah, stinks. So. Well, what about a Cincinnati game? Texas has good food. Fuck what I go to Cincinnati oh. for. <laughs> that, that sounds, we'd see a football game and be like, all right, let's go home. Like, no offense to Cincinnati. Like, I, I, I've literally, I can't believe I've never been to a, a football game. Like, that has to change. Like, we have to do a tailgate. Like, we just, we need, Ethan, we need to just you do that. You haven't been to a three. football game? No, no. We, said, we said Ethan. Well, I, I I reference you both as Ethan. Just your name is silent. Ethan and Ethan. Oh, well, it's just like it's tough because like I'm gonna regret never having seen the greatest player of all time play for. I hate that. I, I wish I saw. I, I literally was close to seeing but one like, of his preseason games, and I just wish oh, I, I, I saw. I don't. That. I don't regret off. that at like, all. First game no, of the season is no, the no. only game you should go to because it's it. After that, it's like 20 degrees outside. See, the key for me is I don't want to go to a game that I care about. Like, I would never go to a playoff game. That's live. so weird, though, because you, you've been to sports games before. I never it's so never stressful, man. That's, yeah. that's odd. Are you? It's just I, my parents My parents weren't like football people. Like, I was the first person in my family. Does Kendra like, like football? No. I, she likes it now a little bit. Like, she'll watch it with me oh, and I actually saying, watch it, a little bit of it. It's probably nicer going to a football game where it's somewhere, like, nice out at least and not freezing. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to, like, go... Like, I think we should do it for a preseason game. Like, that would be a great really? call because the tickets will be cheap. We can, you know, just kind of go in and, like, drink and have fun and mm-hmm. and do that whole experience thing. But, like, you don't want to go to a game you actually care about because that's the other thing. You go to a preseason really? game, now you can leave in the middle of the fourth quarter and beat mm-hmm. the traffic and... I will say, else. Gillette, for a, a Revs game, it's perfection because, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they only fill about half the seats... Uh, the parking lot doesn't get full, and you can be like, you can leave the parking lot after you've seen the whole game, and not wait three hours in traffic to get anywhere. You know, the only football game I've seen was a Dolphins game in Miami. You saw a Dolphins game? Yeah, I was, but it was it was nice. It was something like that. Like we went there. I wasn't like the, the, the seats were really good. They were cheap for what mm-hmm. they were. Like it was, I think like thirty forty bucks for really Who'd close they play? seats. I don't know. I was paying attention. Let me. I, I'd have to think back. I'd have to think about. But like, it. like Miami wouldn't be like. Was, was it? About, it was nice out, right? Like it was, I was about like to say like be... Gators. Yeah, no, it was super nice, and it was like we didn't really care so much. We just enjoyed. We got like some beers. We just hung out, and then we left like third quarter. It was yeah. just chill. I don't know. 
I feel like uh, at a Miami, Dolphins game, Miami played probably, the Florida Gators. Probably good to head out in the third quarter for a Miami game. Like, yeah, that's good. we've seen enough. Let's get out of here. Oh, who like, was it now? That's crazy. I wasn't. Yeah, man, Miami. it was a hell of a game. It was the New Orleans Saints versus LSU. I had no idea, but <laughs> they combined them. Oh, shit, James the late probably, night show voice is back. James probably saw like you know, uh, like Drew Brees lighten up. Like Miami was, Dolphins for it's like like five touchdowns. He's like, ah, let's get the fuck out of here. This sucks. That's, that's FSU right there. I feel like that. Actually, you know what? I could probably see that now if if you guys want to talk about something else meaningless. While uh, I Jared did have a couple of things he wanted to speak to us about that were non-sports related. Actually, no, we got to do sports. I, did, I had limited things. This is something that I really wanted to bring up because I'm somewhat serious. Don't about you dare! That. Yeah, this, we don't have serious conversations. Come on, man. This is a podcast. This is, is it going to be? Ugh, no, what I, what I need to do to prepare for this is, Ethan, you need to find <laughs> all your squeamish friends mm-hmm. and alert them. Mm-hmm. Send out the bat signal, okay. the squeamish bat signal. What's up, Squeamish. pussies? <laughs> Here's my question. <laughs> Should we all be using bidets? Yes, absolutely. So, I, it, I'm not gonna go into intense detail one? about Please it. Please tell me you have one. No, now. but oh, I, fuck. I've been thinking about it. So I listened to a podcast where a guy called in and basically was a proponent of it because they talk a little shitting on my podcast, mostly about wanting to be clean, which I completely a little poop talk. I, I'm more like I will always overwipe than underwipe. I, I don't want to ever. I, I had a, I had an interesting experience with that with you, but continue. I can't wait to engage in physical fisticuffs <laughs> with Jim. It will feel so good finally when I get to release this sweet anger on his body. But like <laughs> the the bidet is really an interesting experience. And I feel like it just sounds really weird. And I need to look more into how it's installed and how it's maintained and cleaned. But mm-hmm. I know that there's one that apparently or 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 Tushy, versions right? of it them goes in the seat. Well, I don't even know, but they have ones that blow like nice hot air on you after you've been nah, sprayed to dry you. And I heard that. I'm like, that's some now birthday this just boy sounds, shit. <laughs> it sounds like you were just having a grand old time with this. <laughs> no, <laughs> what, what is that called? Where it's the just like, first, first you call my eye. Now you have my interest. Like, yeah, with yeah, yeah. the water, you're like, got oh, my okay. interest. You said the hot air. Yeah, that sounds nice. <sighs> That's it's, just, it's nice. like it's like it's an actual guy that gets up and puts it like he takes the, the oh come cover on off, and then he's just you had to make it weird you have this whole insane <laughs> toilet paper crisis that we went through where everyone was buying toilet paper what if you were just like no i don't need this i have a water connection mm-hmm. to this bidet and that's it i've I- used a bidet and i will tell you it was a it was at like a port like an old portuguese household and like, apparently it's a thing it just goes like toilet then bidet and like it's just like oh no like we don't use toilet paper you just sit over there and turn it on and oh it's two separate oh god i don't know about that no so this like that that's a, that's like the european thing apparently it's like they have like a separate facility but like here because it's not really a thing in houses and it's such an like a pain in the ass to install a separate seated thing in your bathroom now they have like attachments where you can like put like a seat down and the yeah. seat itself has the little jet thingy. Um, 
I'm kind of interested, man. I'm not gonna lie. That's that is that that's an unbelievable. I think it goes like toilet paper. Oh, sorry, it goes hand, then leaves, then toilet paper, then like wet wipes, and then probably like bidet. Right, like bidet is like the the top of the top for cleanliness. I'm just imagining like like never having to put my hand anywhere near your ass. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just two handed on my phone. The whole time, and I'm like, all right, good to go. Right. Jared's been in the bathroom for a while, and you just sit there like, yeah. you, you, you don't even use the bathroom. You just go in there for the spray my butt. Yeah, I help with the butt cyst. It probably, honestly, like, oh. you guys know, have like, probably, probably like smell like that's not that I like, you walk around smelling like shit, but like well. That's my better question. for you, right? Like my question is like how the the sanitary aspect of it works. Like how does the bidet itself stay clean? Maybe it's more of a oh no, like, so like you said, it's inside the seat. Well, like the actual one that I used, it's like shaped like a toilet, so it has a drain. It's just got like jets inside to spray you with. Yeah, and like the little thing on the side that would kind of set it or whatever. Um, but yeah, same thing. Like it. It just like it drains like a normal toilet. It's just not meant to be pooped or peed in, like the separate one. But like if you get like the attachment, that's different. Oh, um, I forget. That's how it is, right? It's like a whole separate system. It's not part of the. Typically, but like they, uh, there's a company, yeah. no free ads, called Tushy. That actually that that does. Both. Like the thing you can add on to it. Yeah, it's pretty. You cool. can't say uh, no free ads and then give a free ad. Well, I didn't say how good they are, and. <laughs> Yeah, or how I bad just, they, they are. They exist. It's like saying, "Oh, the Xbox exists," but you know, it's like nah, I'm not gonna tell you if it's good or not. You're saying uh, that that there's a game system that does this, but you're not gonna exactly. Give you yeah. And it's the one I've built. Please buy the ETH box. Your Microsoft. Oh, the yep. ETH box. That sounds a little gross, huh? You ever seen someone open a beer bottle with their teeth? There's a guy right that used to make videos oh. where he they called himself the Human Bottle Opener. And he would just like open bottles with his ear and like his neck. It was gross. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen those. He took Why a, can't he I took, open it with anything? He took a football and he just like caught Even a, a pass opener. and it's like cracked open the bottle. Oh. Wait. What? What? Let me see the bottle opener you're using. I'm not. I don't have one. That's why I'm bringing this up. That's a. That's not even a twist. Off. Yeah. All right. So throw it at the edge of your table, <laughs> at your desk. Yeah, but I always chip the desk like that. Pop that. Yeah, I actually almost broke my pinky doing that once. I hurt my hand doing that. Like, I hurt the base of my hand. I just did it, and I chipped a little bit of my freaking thing What do you need off. a desk for, though? Well, it's fucking stressful. I, I had to ask Just go downstairs to... and get an opener. <laughs> James and I can riff while we're... All right. I dealt it. Oh, James. this is an actual thing. I was trying to find yeah. the freaking ticket game. I couldn't no, find you're the good, shit. No, you're good. Um, I'm so, I'm so, so James, actually, Pokemon fucking Legends oh. Arceus came out today. Yeah, I haven't um, had a chance to play it yet. You haven't played it yet? Oh. How long, how long have you played it so far? I gave it like a good like 45 oh. minutes. I think I'm probably going to hop on it after this, to be honest. It's, I'm, just, I, I'm curious. Because in case everything shuts off tomorrow, I want to play it on my TV. It's beautiful, man. Really? Um, well, you, yeah. you say that, it, I, but you, you always have like no, a, a good opinion. No, about, it's... Is it different, beautiful, yeah, or is it... It's it has different. A, like just just oh. the ability to run around and throw pokeballs like and aim and like hit it from like like you can like 
like scramble yeah. and like off the back leg throw a pokeball like and when you have pokemon in your team so there's an option to switch back and forth between items in your team well don't tell me yet no no, no i'm saying want... i'm saying like so like i'm not like is this a free anything. ad by the way no um but like you like instead of like you just like throw your fucking team at shit like you're walking around and just throw it at a tree and like it'll come out and it'll just like headbutt the tree and you'll get a couple items and like battles start by you just like chucking your pokeball at another pokemon and like they'll be like like they, like they get they take like an actual hit from the hit from the throw and then like battle can like starts it's it's you know, really cool i, I, I was i was genuinely genuinely serious because like the whole day when i kept thinking about it it's been like a good few years at least for me since the game has come out i think since covid that mm-hmm. i've actually been looking forward to and i've heard about you know arceus for a while mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, how the fuck is it out today? It feels like it wasn't supposed to be out forever. Like, we're literally at this point already. Yeah, like, I think it was last week I saw an ad, and it was like, seven days till Pokemon Legends Arceus yeah. comes out. I was like, what the fuck? I thought <laughs> I thought it was like a couple months away. Yeah, right? I don't know. It's, it feels like, I gotta I, try it, man. Another thing that I like about it is it's not, um, there's no, like, version difference. It's just one game, you know? Like, like, I don't have to, if I want to complete the Pokedex, I don't have to link up with somebody with the other kind to get the missing ones or whatever. Um, everyone just has the same game. And, really? Yeah. And, like, they've, like, kind of... Upped. Oh, yeah, because there's, there's only one, right? But it's they might one. do, like, a special one oh, later. They might, later. but, like, that won't, like... Yeah, at the moment. There's no, like, differences it. between games, you know? Like... I didn't think about that, yeah. They didn't, they didn't do a... That's probably, yeah. It's interesting that they went a different. I forgot. And um, so it, it's like Breath of the Wild, like very much like, like the the music, like the music is so calming. Like as you run around the little like grass areas. Yeah. I haven't even gotten into the actual game. I really just did the tutorial and like. Oh, oh I forget. Yeah, because they probably have to show you explain how it's different because it's obvious. They're really now. cool about it though. Like they ask you like, in game, they're like, "Do you know about how to catch Pokemon?" And you can be like, "Yes." Or like, do you know how Pokemon use moves? Yes, but they they've they've also added some other things where it's like they can master a move, and yeah. like it's a different thing. Like it's cool. I it I, I saw I, I saw like a tweet about it, and someone was like, Pokemon grew up a little bit, and like I'm really liking it. Um, because I, I was like, gonna I was gonna send a text. I was like, there's nothing better than uh, waiting in line with a bunch of thirty year old grown men. <sighs> With facial hair, trying to relive their childhood. That's why I bought the digital version. Uh, it's like it, it's like it's like you're excited to buy it, but then when you go out and experience that, like everybody that any of you're like, people. damn, I'm old. Yeah, and like I, I don't want to like realize my mor- like my mortality <laughs> by yeah. like going to pick up a, a kid's game. And but it's like, always like, oh, actually, sorry, you go first. It's just like a funny story when I was like, it it's up. cool because like. It's like this is like in the previews. Like they say, like it's like a thousand years or whatever before Diamond and Pearl happened. So it's like Sinnoh, but like a thousand years before. So like people, people don't know about Pokemon. Like they're like these are things are like fucking terrifying. So like when you like go out to like catch things, they're like I hope you don't die. And like your character just like (laughs) like thumbs up. Like me too. And uh, it's like they they hit you. As you run yeah. by them, 
I got like knocked over by a like a rapid ash with these like red eyes. I was like, I'm gonna die. Like I don't know. That's, in, that's interesting. Wait, is there a reason for it, or is it just like, or uh, is it just that you know, in the future, like modern times, Pokemon just learn to be obedient and like humans have conquered them or something? Well, they explain it a little bit because like at, at this point in the history, they don't know anything about them. Yeah. They're just like beings that exist. Oh, like, I wish, I wish, I don't, I don't know yet, but I, I wish they just made every Pokemon like an ancient looking version of it. They did. They did it. It's a lot. And the starters all have not, not the main form, but their final forms all have. Oh, it's the, don't, don't variants. No, I haven't seen it yet. They announced that. No, this is, I got to fucking sell it in and, and buy it again. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna... <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting you live that down. James is a big uh, fan of resell of selling games he's bought and then realizing yeah to GameStop for a loss. And then when they come out with additions like DLCs, downloadable content, he buys back the same game. That for, was one time. And that um, was... for anyone who's not familiar with GameStop, GameStop sells pre-owned games literally for the same price. <laughs> Like for especially Nintendo, less. especially Nintendo games. Yeah, so James did that twice for the same game, and then sold it a second time. So if you think about it, you've lost like forty bucks, yeah. at least. Yep. I yeah, I just want everyone to know that because I like I like specially trained a full team for James, like shiny Pokemon, like. Anyone doesn't know what that means. Like, they're just, like, color variants, but they're very hard to find or breed or whatever. And, like, perfect stats, level to 100, everything. Like, perfect items and well, perfect, uh, perfect moves, and he just sold the game. So he has his save file, but... That's the know. beauty of it, though, is that you get to do it again. You don't even move you them to, your, like, your storage to carry them over. I didn't know you could do that until you told me. And Pokemon that was after home. I sold it. I never really understood. Jared, do you think you'll invest in Pokemon Arceus? I think so. At some point, there's a snowstorm coming this tonight. So, I mean, it's worth it. I got a dartboard for the snowstorm. You got? Is it like (laughs) pointy darts? Oh, yeah, like steel tip darts, like the the real, like the bristle board. I got the nice board. At a boy, I'm so bad at darts. It's unbelievable. We should come over and oh, you finally got one. Remember, you were talking about that a long time ago. Not a long time ago when we when uh, Ethan fucked up the truffle fries. I did do that. I remember. Oh, I remember no, I just remember that was the day because we were outside and you're like, yeah, I think I want to put a dartboard somewhere. I can't yeah, wait till Jarrett is full, just like home of bar games, like pool table, dartboard, like the downstairs bar kind of thing, like. Yeah, I need to add stuff like that still. I'm still trying to. I'm not creative at all, so. I mean, like, those things that just kind of happen, they're expensive. But the dartboard is. I'm just like, I feel like you're the guy who's just, like, has the cool basement. I don't know. Like. Is it in your, is it inside your, where is it? It's up in the hallway. Where is it? It's up in the hallway by where the bedrooms are. By the window, you're not, you're not afraid of like I getting holes in the, right wall. Out the window on the other side of the window. Like, you, you would stand like by the window and throw oh. it down the hallway. Nice, can't that put no, holes when... or like nicks in your wall? Yeah, there's already holes and nicks in the wall, <laughs> so I know there was a door. dartboard there before. <laughs> oh, should have seen his door and 
in. Well, we still have to repaint it anyway. So other when we repaint paths. it, we'll probably just put like a board up there. You remember that, Jarrett? When we played like real darts? Oh on yeah. Door? Oh yeah. It was terrible. I can't <laughs> yeah, believe like, that we didn't get charged. It was just like a full agreement. <clears throat> agreement. With like <laughs> we were just like yeah, like one of these days he's gonna just have to put a new door on this thing. <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, oh, the door of my house. I thought you meant the we we had a dartboard my freshman year at school with our oh, steel no. door. I'm talking about near near me. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We hit that one. We fucked up that door real bad, and we we drew like the line for where Dude. you're supposed to stand on the rug and stuff. We were so bad at darts when we first got that thing. Like it was hitting like just like feet below the door. We were <laughs> like, shit. Darts, like darts after a while, great. when you get pissed, you just kind of start chucking them. And like. Oh yeah. Take your aggression out. You have to. Um, I was gonna say, what else we got going on? Showtime, go time. I think this was a good return of the pod. Yeah. Besides, Ethan cutting me fucking off from in my butt story. It happens. But know, the record will show. The record will show that I am the victor, because I write history go technically. Go time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Sorry about the, the sorry about the two week hiatus. Just, yeah, don't mind it. <laughs> don't, it was a it was like a you know little little mid season mid season break. But we're back. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to go there, but I always go there. All right, thank you guys. James Rhodes will take us out from here. Peace. Ah. Showtime, go time, it's the big prize Bruce. Go long, four down, get them rings now Bruce. Tough mind, strong ties from a small town Bruce. Small fry, keep trying for your small town Your time, go time, ain't so small now yeah. Have pride, aim high, going strong now Sharp team, yeah. big round, round All the poles start to count Bring out the gloves It's jungle, jungle love Jungle, jungle, oh yeah. It's jungle, jungle, oh yeah.